Hey survivors, just jumping in here to tell you that this episode was supposed to be released last month due to some conflicts and issues that couldn't happen, but don't worry, we're back on track now. The reason I'm jumping in though is because the information you're about to hear is a little outdated. The pre-orders obviously have been closed for some time and you can't get them. However, the information about the expansions and our opinions on them of what's good and what you should buy is in fact still valid so it's still worth listening to but whenever we reference the pre-orders and how to get them that is now null and void however as we get closer and closer into the middle of november and even the last few weeks of november pre-orders should be shipping so if you did get yours in they should be coming out soon and if you didn't that also means that the store will update so hopefully that clears some things up and once again sorry i couldn't come out the way it was supposed to just had some conflicts. Anyway, stick around, enjoy the show, and see you next time. Alright, hello, and welcome to the Scout Report Podcast. It is me, Malik, and also joined by... Hi, it's Evan, once again. <laughs> I know, it's uh, been some time. Probably, yeah, actually it has been some time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know how the episodes are going to reflect it, but it's it's been quite a few months since we've recorded. Yeah, we've been busy with life. You've been moving around. I've been just doing work shit, so. Yes, but our schedule's finally aligned again. It has, and it's going to because I'm pretty consistently good for weekends now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should be too. I'm holding my hands up. No one what a time me. to start. <laughs> what, what a time to be recording again. Honestly, for, though, right now. Yeah, honestly, though, because uh, there's a lot that's happened. So you might you might be thinking, guys, you were supposed to talk about an antelope today. Well, fuck you. <laughs> because <laughs> Changing it up. Yeah, because there's been so much shit happening on the Kingdom Death side. And uh, I guess the first thing we really want to talk about since we have how many days left? Five? Yeah, five days five left days of the left recording of this. <laughs> of the recording of this, and by the time it goes up, maybe four. Uh, fucking, the expansions are back? Wave one? Every single one of them. Every single wave one expansion? Back? Poggers? <laughs> Yo, we were waiting for this back in February. We thought they were going to go on sale. <laughs> it's only september now <laughs> it's only september now yeah we've been waiting a couple months uh not only that but uh they are also confirmed going up in price so if you don't want to pay the you know hiked up i think it's like what 10 10 more dollars for some of them five for another lot of them i think it's like 25 extra dollars for the um uh dragon king oh fuck. yeah you're right actually so yeah, they went up quite a bit. So if you want them pretty much basically like I guess MSRP, pre pre MSRP before hike, uh you mm -hmm. have five, four, or three. I don't know how <laughs> how long the fucking recording's gonna take to go up. Thank you, internet. Uh but to get them back at price, because I mean put it in perspective, Gorm's going up to eighty five dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when it was sixty. And then it went up and we got it. I think we both got it 75 when it came up, right? I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that was like new MSRP. And now new, new MSRP is $85. Yep. So, fuck. But, yeah, um, I mean, do you, do you have any recommendations for what people should buy? 
in this wave. Yes. And, you know, a lot of it is opinionated. So I'm going to go and put that in there. I'm going to say, uh, this is opinion. This is opinion. Mm -hmm. This is opinion. Uh, <laughs> do some research. See what is cool. Because my top thing to say is, like, what looks cool to you? And if you think you're going to use it a lot. If you're like, this looks fucking mm -hmm. cool. I like flying. God, get it. Don't listen to anybody else. Get it. Right? Mm-hmm. If you want something more besides White Lion and just, like, more variety in terms of, like, specializations and weapons, go Gorm. Mm -hmm. Great early uh, early um, quarry, and you get a grand weapon and a shield out of that fucking uh, resource and stuff. Mm -hmm. We did that, didn't we? We got the uh, Rib Blade for our campaign. Yeah, in our campaign. Yeah. Yep. That's great. Starts yeah, great weapon early. I, I, I definitely think Gorm is a good pickup. Um, I'd probably also recommend Giga Lion as well. Yeah, I'd say Giggy too, because um, he's a great way to introduce people. We were just telling ourselves before this, we we're like, he's a great way to like one shot. You get some really cool models too. If you're big on that side of the hobby, he's really worth it. Big fucking lion oh, yeah. and four very dynamically posed miniatures. It's really cool great great model yep. um and you know what you were saying about you know you can get whatever you want yeah you know you can buy whatever you want yeah there's dragon king and like you were saying lion god yeah but i i would say for those if if you're new to the game i wouldn't recommend getting them That's like true. if you if you haven't made it you know to your second or third nemesis in the campaign then it would probably be quite a while before you even got to utilize those expansions. That is actually very true and a good point because I would say play through your campaign as much as you can possible base because it has thousands of hours on its own. It's just we'd never know when this is going to happen again. This is kind of like a very miraculous thing because of how long mm -hmm. it's been since expansions have been in store or available to people. Mm -hmm. So yeah. obviously, I'd say jump on it now, just because if you know you're gonna want them, just get them now. You never know when it's gonna come back. They say they have a lot, and I believe them. But the amount of people who've been waiting, and of course, unfortunately, with everything, scalpers, bots, we're gonna they're, mm -hmm. they're gonna buy a lot of this shit up, and I don't think it's gonna survive as long as they think it's going to. I, absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it could be at least another year or two before we see any kind of sale like this again, especially with uh, Campaigns of Death coming out, Gambler's Chess, and potentially the third wave expansions coming out. Yeah. They're going to focus all their resources on that and getting those produced and shipped out. You know, they're not going to have as much time or resources for this first wave expansion. Yeah, I mean, they're expending all they can on Gambler's Chess right now. Mm -hmm. so i mean which yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy but we'll, we'll get there we'll get there for now just expansions right now expansions um mm -hmm. <laughs> i see it in your face man i know i feel it i feel it. it yeah like i think if you have the disposable income you know after buying the core set which i mean good on you yeah um and you're looking for almost like another core set in a way, but 
there isn't one. Definitely try and get everything for the Flower Knight, or sorry, not Flower Knight, Green Knight yeah, uh, Green Knight. armor uh, expansion. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, that's a whole basically other campaign in itself. Yeah, it really is, man, because you do it, you know, they're like, what do you mean? It's like, steal people the lantern. Well, yeah, dummy, but you have, like, this very big end goal. You know, it's not like, I'm going to fight the biggest monsters. Like, no, I'm going to make the most powerful fucking gear in the game. Yeah, and become a god yourself. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's crazy how good the armor is. And it's oh, yeah. reasonably hard to make. Yes. Yeah. It, as we've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We are... Damn, dude, we need to play again. But, like, we are so close to getting at least what we need in terms of, like, to make the blade... And it's not even like material. It's like you need someone with this specific fighting art. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just crazy. Rid ridiculous the requirements it takes. Yeah. But it makes but... it so fun. Like you actually have, you're pushing towards something. That's what makes this game so good, I think, too. Is like you're really pushing to, like, I want my settlement to survive. I'm going to make my fucking survivors this strong. Or I want to make a gear set this fucking strong, you know? It's good. Mm -hmm. I mean, speaking of campaigns, too, because I know we're talking about it, you want it, but either Sunstalker or Dragon King are also really good pickups because they come with other campaigns. People of the Stars and People of the Sun. Oh, man, I forgot about that. Yep. You're making me want to spend more money. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> maybe Pooch should hire me. I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, for, for me, I have the Manhunter expansion uh add gorm so in order to finish off the green knight set yeah it would cost about 410 dollars right now yeah. so you figure if you're starting with none of it probably a little over 500 dollars to do all of um green knight armor which i mean it's like another core set. <laughs> it's actually a little bit more than a core set. Yeah, like it really does feel like that, especially when you play it. And we've been playing a little bit of it, and it just feels like that. Like I feel like we're not really playing People of the Lantern. I feel like we're playing, you know, People mm -hmm. of the Green Knight or some shit like that. Even though it's not, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's very specific. Mm hmm. And definitely once um, Campaigns of Death come out, yeah, you know, you're gonna have all these other synergies with it too. Yeah. Um. It's yeah, really you're just investing in the future. <laughs> you really are. And um, I believe it's still on sale. So if you don't have Corset, it's $300 right now instead of the 420 mm -hmm. So, I mean, the, you could get all the expansions for $800. Or you can get the Corset and everything you need for Green Knight armor for the same price, $800. Yeah. That's actually not a bad idea to me because then after the fact that you were going to need, like, what, only a few more you know expansions and they're very specific into like how flavor wise and how you want to deal with it um but always, yeah. always get slender man fuck the kingsman thank you for coming to my ted talk i just wanted to say that oh my god kingsman's terrible kingsman is terrible i not looking forward to that episode <laughs> me neither oh i forgot to tell you before when we did our pre uh recording conversation um, one mm -hmm. of our strongest guitar users uh, got the fucking curse, so she has the plate. Oh. Uh, you know the king's. Oh thing. yeah. So she yeah. can't wear the lion armor that was actually making her hit a whole lot harder. 
because she can't make oh, it complete. Oh, the synergy from that. Yeah, she can't make it complete oh, anymore. Oh, no. She got, she got, the, she was fucking rolled to be the one who gets cursed. It was great, man. I love this game. <laughs> it's so bad. All right, maybe Slenderman is, is worth picking up. <laughs> He's really cool. You get to make some really cool gear. And, you know, since we're going to transition into Campaign to Death soon, if that mm-hmm. gets to be put out soon and you have a lonely tree, they interact and you can make, like, certain armor and certain fruit. So that's what mm. I thought was cool. We're making expansions, like, actually interact with each other now. Yes. So, I mean, there you go. Uh, what else is another good pickup? Manhunter. Manhunter is so much fun. Yeah, Manhunter He's is just a really good fun. fight. Yeah, and he has really good gear. Uh, Reverberating Lantern, top tier utility item. Mm-hmm. Being able to rest on the hunt and either gain more insanity or fucking just repair armor, super sick. So good. We did that with Loki, who was our green savior. Mm-hmm. And he's the ability of armor and shit. So he already has like a fucking built-in green affinity. So he got a lot of good bonus armor from that. Because he already yeah. has one complete affinity, and then we made him into, I think we gave him leather, which is like the most green. I think he had two mm-hmm. more, so you got like three armor per. Damn. So it was so good. Like, actually so wow. good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was sad because, you know, by the time that we got Manhunter, we were quite a ways through our campaign yeah like too late to introduce him in but it really makes me want to start over again (laughs) and and add him in yeah he's he's a super fun fight i love him i really do enjoy manhunter a lot Mm -hmm. because it's crazy when i first saw the like art for it i didn't think it was like an official kingdom death expansion i thought it was like fan made because i was like this dude looks ugly as shit Mm-hmm. I was like, "How the fuck is this a monster?" Freddy Krueger looking motherfucker. <laughs> Freddy Krueger had sex with the undertaking love child looking bitch. <laughs> oh, oh my god! But yeah, I'd say those because the the campaigns from the big boxes are really cool. The early game Gorm is really awesome, or even Dung Beetle Night just for the different things you can do like the harvesting and the farming is really fun Mm -hmm. you know calcifying your weapons to make them stronger by burying them and shit that's fucking cool you know yes they're just fun so i would suggest any of those but like i said uh if you've played a little bit and you're like don't know what to do you're just like i think it's cool pick it up but if it's really early get a gorm trust me if it's really orderly get gorm gorm will will help you out a lot definitely oh but yeah there's a lot to talk about and uh that's just one of them so hopefully <laughs> we guys give you some information and that was kind of quick but you know there's other people talking about it and like i said there's a lot of information online but uh, also don't be a sheep just be like hey man lonely tree looks kind of cool go get it bro you be you yeah at the end of the day you just gotta have fun with the game exactly <laughs> speaking of fun with the game <laughs> you like our transitions guys they're back <laughs> are you talking uh dark herald <laughs> yeah we're talking about the dark herald and we're gonna do campaigns of death but for everyone who's listening who doesn't know dark herald is basically poots's way of giving us monthly updates about what's happening with all the other shit that's not gambler's chest 
uh, they're doing it in a format. I have the format somewhere in one of these posts. I think it's the campaigns one. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot that's come out since yes. our last episode. So we're going to talk a little bit about all of it, kind of. Not so much the ones we don't like. Like Oblivion Mosquito yeah. not going to be in here. Frog Dog's not going to be in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, Frog Dog's cool with the idea of like you get to play with medicine, I think it was. But like, I don't like the monster, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the monster. He's not my cup of tea. I think the name is weird. I think the model's weird. Yeah. yeah. He's got two assholes. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> A major hassle. Exactly. I can't trust a motherfucker with more than one butthole, dude. Nah. Call that man shit. No. Fuck. But right. red, red witches, though. Red witches, though. When we get there, I'm going to talk a lot about red witches. So. Yeah. The first one we have is Campaigns of Death. Yes. Campaigns of Death. What I remember from it, which is the first point, is it's going to have a hardcover volume of everything, basically. So all the yeah. expansions that come in these like little black, kind of like pamphlet-type books are now going to be mm-hmm. in a hardcover, kind of like the corset uh, book. Yes. So no more going through you know, the binder or however the fuck you have it and just like, okay, which book is it? All right, let me pull out Sunstalker. Turn to this page. Oh man, we got another mm. event. Let me pull out Dung Beetle this page and pull out the core book. You know, it's I got two books with everything I need, which is a little yes. more manageable. Mhm. Um. So that's I'm looking forward to that. I think that's gonna be really sick. I'm I'm a fucking slut for fucking streamline. Yes. Um. We have. There's a lot here, dude. Holy shit, I didn't know. Um. There's a lot of miniatures and armor sets we're doing hybrid armor sets now so that's really cool we have yeah i i I love how they're just synergizing everything together finally the expansions of death rules updates and synergy content which is what you just said so yeah we're getting that Mm -hmm. we're also getting three campaigns in here bro i didn't know this that uh people of the blighted valley people of the mirror stone and ballad of the green knight 30-year campaigns. And Grindhouse 5-year campaign. And People of the, the Gloom 5-year campaign. Bye, Slenderman. Uh, <laughs> Slenderman. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are fucking cool. Uh, let's go down and start reading about these. I mean, I have, but it's been forever, so excuse me while I scroll. Um, first thing we see, though, is the new Butcher, which is the Ancient Butcher. As if the first butcher wasn't hard enough. Exactly. I don't know how hard it is going to be, but if you look at these pictures, bro, which I know you probably are, look at the base. Yep. It looks like he's on 100 mil now. Oh, lord. That's going to be a big fuck. Don't know yeah, he is. Play. I don't know how he's going to play, but he's going to be a big mini. Mm-hmm. That is, that is 100 mil for sure. And then Dung Beetle Baron yeah. after that. That still looks like a 50 mil to me. Yeah, he's not as, uh, the, the base doesn't go that as far. Yeah, but yeah, Dung Beetle Baron, he looks like one of the things you can do in the fucking Dung Beetle thing already. Just like, mm-hmm. you, can, you can meet a Dung Beetle and, like, fight an older Dung Beetle. I think this is just the model for it, or it might be completely different, who knows. Mm-hmm. So this is interesting, I want to talk about it. We don't have any information on how these things are going to play or anything, so it's a bunch of the miniature pictures, but if you look at the Verdant Lord... That is Bruce mm-hmm. Waldo he's holding. 
Is it really? Oh. And that's the... I don't remember the name of the shield, but it looks like he has Green Knight armor. You think that's Green Knight armor? I think that's like the one of the ones that gets Green Knight armor. Huh. Look at the shield and like look at the sword. The armor itself is different. I think it's because he's a monster, but like... Yeah. Those are components, right? It looks like Griswoldo, and that looks like the shield. Huh. So we're going to have to fight against a slightly watered-down version of someone in Green Knight armor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't know what I'm looking at. What the fuck is a vocal Spidicles? This is gross. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Infant Sunstalker. Which is just... I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. No. Let me scroll down further. We get intimacy couples uh, models for people the stars and sun now. So. Yeah. They look really cool. If you guys want to follow along, it's on the Kickstarter. Um, the models are sick. Look at the models; they're amazing. People the sun, especially, they have like a very um like samurai kind of Asian dynasties themed for a lot of them. Mm -hmm. So it's really really sick. I love it. Let's get more into uh, the other stuff, though. Let's let's. See. Yeah, I'm down at uh, synergy content right now. Yeah, same here. So synergy content is brand new, and you can unlock it when you play certain expansions at the same time. For example, the Slenderman's Dark Water can be kind combined, sorry, with the Flower Knight's Blooms to craft the Dark Flower armor set. And that is so cool. That looks <laughs> sick as hell. You can also do the lonely tree thing, which is um, this is really deep. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Depending on the other expansions in the campaign, its roots have either been soaked in dark water or its fruit is genetically modified by radiation. If the dragon king is your node three quarry, the fruit grows plump with combustible chemicals. You make contact with them; they explode with a nuclear blast. Mm-hmm. If the Slenderman stalks your settlement, the tree's minions... Oh yeah, the Lonely Tree has a minion now. Oh fuck. <laughs> uh, now uses its your friends as its own personal portal to teleport itself next to you. Wow. And then that's a picture of like the, the fruit. Nuclear fruit. Oh, um, explode. Oh wow. Slender figure. I thought this game was difficult already. I know. God. And then Slender Soil. Soiled introduction. Place your survivor in the closest unoccupied space to a slender figure. If there is no slender figure, place your survivor adjacent to the slender tree. Now it's called the slender tree. Hmm. Gain the flower funeral survivor status card and plus seven insanity. If you now have 20 plus insanity, you stop resisting. Suffer minus two to all rolls for this dream. Oh. Wow, don't even know what that means, but that's crazy. There's going to be so much to learn. Yep. That's really all they gave us for this update, which is a bunch of miniature pictures and stuff. But, like, from the bullet points, we know what's coming. So it's still kind of exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, I really am a big fucking whore for hybrid armors. So. Yes. I think that's going to be so cool. We got a taste in Lion Knight, and now we're going to fucking... <laughs> like, I want Dark Flower Armor. Put Slenderman and Flower Knight in my campaign? Fuck yeah. Yes. I feel like it's it would be easier to pick up Slenderman later, you know? Yeah. As far as the pre-orders right now. Yeah. I feel like it's easier to pick him up later if I want to add him 
to my core set, but everything else, I gotta have. <laughs> you gotta have, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Why Slender Man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I know what you want. I know. I know we're both trying to do the same thing, so that's fine. But it's all good. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's that's that, right? Like. That's what they're aiming for. They've been doing it for a couple of years now, so maybe it'll be done soon. I mean, a lot of those pictures look like hard plastic, so at least they're yeah. done, right? Yeah, we don't have any timeline for that, do we? Not really. I'd have to go like way back into the Kickstarter. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, but we are getting to red, which is yes. Yay! Yay! All right. So excited for Red Witches. I'm like bouncing in my seat. So there are no <laughs> two nemesis, and if you're wondering, you probably are. Red Witches. Yes. Multiple <laughs> witches, bro. We have three yes. white speakers that you are fighting in this game this fucking fight, dude. <clears throat> I believe it's who Seer? Who's who? Who's who's the uh no two nemesis for core? Is that Kingsman? Uh, no two. I think it is Kingsman. I think so. Yeah. So this would be like, this would be like, on power level ish yeah. with Kingsman. Yeah. Wow. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, there's three of them. There's a uh, brawl, Seer, mm -hmm. and Nico. We've seen boy. Nico before. She's in that um. She's in a settlement event that came with one of the uh. Pinups, pinup of death things. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it because I got the the update instead of just buying one point six core. So mm. I've mm -hmm. seen her before. She's interesting. She didn't do much. Mm. She just fucking said, "Hey, you guys are dreaming." <laughs> That's it. <laughs> but yeah, the red witches okay. are a like enforcer of the white speaker cult. They enforce they enforce strict codes. They're the only white speakers with permission to kill their own, and they're interested with hunting down potential threats, exiled members, and powerful relics to add to the cult's armory. Such cool backstories mm -hmm. that they create for these characters. I know. And they are sisters, but they're not identical triplets. They have three distinct models, each on their own unique strengths, weaknesses, and fighting style. Brawl hits hard and is even harder to wound, but has limited range. Seer can snipe foes from afar and parry attacks but it's particularly vulnerable if you manage to breach your defenses. Nico has masterful footwork and can take on multiple opponents with a barrage of arrows, but is not adept at dealing a decisive killing blow compared to her sisters. Huh. So I want to break that down for a second because that's cool. So yeah, Brawl seems like she's going to be the one that's going to hit you the fucking hardest. Almost like the tank of the group in a way. Yeah. Like, so you seems like you can take it and deal it out at the same time. Mm-hmm. So maybe putting your archers focused on brawl, maybe. Mm -hmm. That's true, yeah. Because like, the range uh, limitations that she has. Yeah, because I think she can only fire up to so long. And then Seer, mm -hmm. who is the one who could fire the longest, is probably the one who can deal, like, decisive blows, it says. So she can probably, like, end you. Like, she has mm -hmm. high damage, but, like, she can't deal with you if you're in her face. So, probably put whoever is the tank of your hunting party on her, then. Yeah, and probably some, like, 
some speed on them. Yeah, maybe I uh, probably definitely a shield user oh, against yeah. sword and board maybe. Yeah. Mhm. Mm and then we have Nico then, who can Nico. take yeah. on a lot it says, but she can't kill you. So I'm guessing a lot of her attacks are aimed at multiple targets and survivors, but they're low mm -hmm. damage. Okay. I'd say like high speed, low damage. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. They all have a distinctive fighting style. I like that. Yeah, I think with some, you know, gear management and planning, it. I don't think it'd be too hard yeah. to to win this fight, just by what I'm seeing. Yeah, but it gets more complicated because, uh, let me tell you about it. Oh. They have a red cloak. You know those cloaks that we see in the uh, armor set, which we'll talk about? Mm -hmm. That allows them to switch places with one another. Oh, of course. <laughs> it, it, it They can execute complex movements and scramble tactics for their opponents and mask their individual shortcomings. Why, Poots? Why? Because <laughs> he do. He do. And then we have a uh, we have a preview of one of the cards here. Uh, Boiling Blood, and then you can see underneath it is Nico. So... I don't know how their deck oh. is going to work, but I guess whenever you draw from it, it'll tell you which one of the three models is going to activate. Because it's tailored huh. to their playstyle, because they all have a different playstyle. So I'm guessing the cards they have are going to be tailored to how they play. So I wonder if there's going to be three AI decks then. I really hope there isn't. I mean, that would be really cool. Don't get me wrong. But I have so much shit to manage already. I, uh, I gotta manage three fucking decks now? Yeah. Because if they have three decks, and there's three of them, are we getting three hit locations too? Like, fuck. They would probably... They would have to share a hit location. Like a... You think so? Yeah. And when you draw it, it would say who would have... I don't know, dude. It's so weird. I think they would have to have like their own, huh? Their own AI or their own hit locations? Our own hit locations. What do you oh. Because uh, mm. that'd I, be weird if you think about it. Like, you go for Brawl. I don't think, I don't think their hit locations would be separated, but I think the AI cards would be. Mm, I don't know. Because like, like I said, like if you go in, I'm like, I'm attacking Brawl from the blind spot. Draw from the hit location deck. Nico stumbles. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Well, maybe the hit locations aren't tailored by name like the AI cards are. That's also true. Because, like, true. at the end of that. the day, their their bodies are going to be the same, more or less. Like, they're not different creatures. Yeah, you're right. They're, like, humanoid. Yeah. yeah so, so they should all have all the same parts. But I, I foresee it being, like, three AI decks with Alan Elf five cards each or something like five or six cards each so yeah maybe that'd be interesting mm -hmm. but like if we look at the card um nico is the one we can do multiple threats right so it's threat with most tokens in range which is interesting mm -hmm. so i'm guessing they give out tokens um closest range it's closest survivor in range no target packed which is their instinct Move into range mm. and attack target. This attack gains an additional speech for each bleeding token the target has. Wow. So that's 
that's what I was thinking. So like like I said, high speed, but she has a requirement for her speed is if you have bleeding tokens. Oh, was Nico? Yeah, Nico's the one that doesn't have like the power behind yeah, it. Yeah, behind it. She can like take on a lot of you, but she can't like finish you off basically. Because it's only the two damage, and if you have no bleeding yeah. tokens, it's only speed one. Mm hmm. And accuracy though. three plus. Yeah. yeah. Range six, though, is pretty good. Mm hmm. And then we have what is going to be their thing, which is uh, trick transport. Oh, that's where they swap places and stuff. Yep. All right. So it also says underneath that that in later skirmishes you might be uh, accompanied by cloaks, which are other minis. These are trainees of the cult, and they're each outfitted with their own cloak. So that means they can even switch places with them. Wow. Yeah. So they're just going to be teleporting all over the map. Yeah. Basically. Pretty much, bro. I love this fight. <laughs> Always. They're getting so creative and I love it. It's so good. And then we have the bows that you can build, obviously. Um, oh, yes. The bow. I, I know. This is this guy right here. This guy. Bow yes. Guy. Well, it combines like my two favorite things, a guitar and a bow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about that. These keywords underneath Brawler's bow is... um melee ranged weapon bow qatar and then another thing which is like i think a new uh resource is yeg root hmm. don't know what that is but it might be a new resource that we get from fighting them yeah and two-handed so oh yeah it is two-handed so yep can't you can't be using this if you got a one-handed motherfucker yeah um but it's uh, what is that speed one accuracy six plus strength seven not bad Mm -hmm. irreplaceable surpass five new keyword and range two so you can see that it's this is brawl's bow this is brawl's bow she can't fucking hit you from really far away but she can do a lot of damage in your face oh yeah range wow range two man but surpass gives this an extra five strength when you attack if the monster has not been wounded this round Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're going from fucking 7 to um, 11, right? No, 12. Uh, 12. Yeah, 12. 12. My bad. It's a 12 strength. If you're Wait, no, that... Yeah, yeah. 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 Math's hard, people. <laughs> but yeah, if you're the first um... one to wound on the round, you're gaining 5 strength. You have 12 strength. Yeah, I imagine you're hitting from the blind spot, too. Yeah, that that's fucking 5-plus accuracy. Bro, that gets past a lot of early game... Well, this isn't going to be an early game fucking nemesis, truly, but, like, it gets past a lot of monsters anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, level 2s are probably on par, if not equal to that strength. <laughs> you're hitting and on... Then, you're gonna be on 2s. And then we have Seer's Bow, too, which is... Basically the opposite of the brawler's bow. It is. Um, ir so it's got one speed, four accuracy, and zero strength. Yep. But, uh, well, he has irreplaceable cumbersome range nine, which is pretty good. Yep. And the weapon gains deadly three if you're performing a follow-up, which 
I don't think we know what that means yet. No, that's, I think that's a new keyword. Um, I don't think there's been added because, you know, I don't think they want to give out too much. But depending on what follow-up is, you can get Deadly 3. So you're, you're it, critting on 7s, right? Yes. Yeah, you would crit you would on 7s. That's crazy. Hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, you're only rolling one time unless you have some kind of speed upgrade. <laughs> That's true, because it doesn't have the slow keyword, so you could add speed to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, strength isn't huh. that hard to come by, though, so you can give it on someone with, like, a decent strength. Yeah, I think you could. Yeah, but, like, that's cool. I like the range. I like the idea of, like, this is a a crit. This is Seer. This is the person who can, like, literally kill you. Like, she's the finishing blow person. Yes. And that makes sense, because Deadly 3 is fucking insane. I'm critting on 7s. Yeah, and imagine having any kind of luck boost with any kind of character. Lucky charm. I mean, crit critting on 6s? Yeah. <laughs> she sets you up for lucky charm too with the the way the blue affinities are set up it's left right and on the bottom oh you take that and right. i think cat eye circlet and you have an extra luck right there this that's luck four critting on sixes wow yep insane mm -hmm. yeah and imagine how um is it cat eye circlet where you see the next hit location yep you can. So I think that's what they're trying to set up for, which is just making fucking Cat Eye Circle yeah. better. Yeah, almost almost guaranteeing a crit location. That's like good. that could change the whole game. That's good. Let me surge real quick. Let me see what's coming up. Alright, cool. That one makes it <laughs> knock down the fucking uh monster. Bet. Put that shit on yes. top. I'm gonna fire now. Yes. Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> That's actually crazy. That's not even considering anything else, right? Because like Flower Knight has a lot of luck interaction shit too, and I'm pretty sure he has oh. a lot of, like luck gear built into his shit too. So like, that's not even considering like if I have Flower Knight in my campaign. <laughs> what if you got this thing to like critting on three and above? <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! It's like, all right, so I just crit, guys. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yeah. And then bow specializations on top of that as well. Yeah. What does like, bow specialization do again? Um, let me see. Because I... Um, bow proficiency. Um, so, first uh, specialization... When attacking with a bow, you may re-roll any misses once, but if you're a bow master, all your bows in your grid gain deadly two. <laughs> no way! <laughs> so, you go up to deadly five on this thing and ignore cumbersome. So you no longer have cumbersome with this. Bow. Oh my god! And it's deadly so five. That is so good, bro. You crit, you crit on fives, right? Yes. Oh my and god. Then, and then you put on a luck charm or something. Crit on four. And and what if you get born, you know, with a luck, you know? I, <laughs> you crit, you, there's a crit on threes. 
There I don't, you on three. I don't think they've realized what they've done. Oh, this is getting errated for sure. Oh yeah. There's no way because they have to play. They have to play test these before they fucking send them out, right? Like, there's gotta be someone who's thinking like, I'm going straight luck build just to see what the fuck happens. Yeah, you. It has to be, be quitting so, all the time. It has to be tough to make. Then there has to be a re. There has to be like a take. Like this has to be like really hard yeah. or something, right? Like there's no way that they're just gonna be like, here, have this luck bow. <laughs> and I forget what does irreplaceable do. Irreplaceable means like when you die, it's gone. Oh, you can't pass it down to anyone. You could, but like once you die, like you know how like when you uh, die, you just oh. the settlement. It doesn't come back. So if that person holding that bow oh. dies, you don't get that shit again until you get the chance to make it. Okay. I mean, I guess that's one little nerf to it, I guess, but... Like one copy? Yeah, I guess so. Eh, that's not a bad trade-off. That's not a bad trade-off. I don't know, it either has to be, like, really hard to make with Irreplaceable, or it just has Irreplaceable. I don't know, dude. I mean, they fucking destroyed Vespertine, and that wasn't even that bad. I mean, it was but easy to make, but, like, it wasn't that this... bad. This is a nemesis boss, right? This is a nemesis monster, yeah. So, you're probably going to have to roll on a table to get it. That's true. Or, or it may be from like a, like a death blow card or something. That could also be true. Um, like I was pointing out, too, is the Yeg root part of it. I think maybe... Because, like I said, Slendy is also... A nemesis monster but you can do a thing called light bending where it like lets you go into like the dark realm and you can craft shit so i don't know hmm. maybe there's something like if you try to unlock the properties of the cloak it gives oh. you the ability to do some shit but you're gonna need roots so that might be a strange resource that they just drop but you need to do something specific so many questions hmm. it really is but it, oh, it's such a good conversation <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then other than the models that it shows in the update, there's not a whole lot more that uh, they say. No, not really, but we get black and red armor. So yes. You can build armor for this fucking nemesis. And you kind of have to, because reading this, it says, only after constructing armor sets that can safely protect the wearers from the caustic properties of the red cloaks can survivors dabble in the trick transport of the white speakers. Mm. so with that being said we have to craft this armor just to wear the cloaks but when we get the cloaks we could also do trick transport it's probably not gonna be as good but we can do it yeah there's got to be some kind of rolling requirements i would imagine yeah like six or higher or yeah. something like yeah. that they're gonna but for sure, yeah. but imagine oh god i don't even know what the requirements would be to get the cloak but imagine having a, a full party with cloaks just switching spots that's so cool. different god that would be so good this is why i really want this expansion like now and also looking at yeah. the um pictures um this one looks like they're holding a sword and a shield but it doesn't look like a sword that i've seen before i don't recognize it yeah. so we might be able to build more gear from these people yes that's cool but yeah imagine like a team of just like just archers like two of your best archers just switching places with each other yes 
or you know you have someone coming up to your tank or your uh, archer or someone that's like now nah, i'm gonna switch them <laughs> yeah sw switch them to like the tank yes switch it to the person with the brawl bow and just hit him with the fucking guitar ability just fucking <laughs> because it has the guitar keyword bro so that means if you have anything like a guitar specialization it works on that bow you get both you get bow and guitar specialization what is hold on what is the guitar specialization that's a good question i believe it's like you get to roll more fucking i don't know dude um i'm, fucking, I'm not a scientist um when attacking with a guitar cancel reactions oh yeah on the first um one. on the first select to hit location and the master if you're a guitar master gain a plus one evasion token on a perfect hit with a guitar um and when you're knocked down remove all evasion tokens yeah. but all right, i wonder it would, it would probably be better at least with that brawler one to go for a bow specialization then you get deadly two with it yeah and and then you do white lion well actually you probably couldn't get white lion armor no. if you're playing this yeah Probably not, because if we're going to do the whole transport thing, then you're going to need, like, the special armor for it. Yeah, that's true. So, so okay. That's still cool, because, like, having that ability to, like, cancel a reaction, especially if it's really bad, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's like, I can just do that, because I'm already a bow master. So I get bow mm -hmm. mastery and specialization. Yes. <laughs> God, that's so right. cool. Fuck. <laughs> You got anything more to say about the Red Witches? Um, I am creaming for them, but that's it. <laughs> I cannot that's... wait. I cannot wait for them to be available. That is really it. Like they look really, really cool. Yes. And now we get to the cool stuff. The one that I'm excited for, but like you really more interested in, and that's not uh... Ram. It's Pariah. Nope. So cool. <laughs> I I love the character model for this this guy. Like the whole like spiky shoulders or collar or whatever. Yeah. He just looks like an absolute badass like walking in. Yeah, exactly. He really does. Like look at the look at the model, dude. Like he's just the way they have him sculpted too. He's like walking forward, he like flung his cloak back and he's like, Alright, I'm here to take your bitches. <laughs> On that little grin that he has i uh, know dude it's so twisted and just disgusting i love it mm -hmm. uh did you want to talk about his backstory at all uh yeah um from what i understand from the old one he is an outcast he's exiled from the white speaker cult and he's also the reason why the white speaker cult does not have any more males hmm. before there used to be males but because he i think he took forbidden knowledge from whatever the white speakers had and he uses it to his own personal gain or something like that that he runs from them i think that's um, also why red witches was created like their little group was created because of people like the pariah so they have permission to kill him yes i think nice. once i think once pariah happened they were like we need a specialized unit in case this happens again yes oh that's gonna be so cool though imagine because 
the way Poots' brain works, right, is he's always thinking of shit like this because he loves this game, right? He's doing way too much and, you know, so little time. But to mm-hmm. be fair, he probably would think of this. If we get these expansions and we put Pariah and Red Witches in the same campaign, how the fuck are they going to interact? Yeah, but... Yeah, is it going to be like the core set where the book is written with kind of all of them a specific order like this is how you should play it or i i don't know exactly like if you have red witches and pariah in your fucking campaign like something special happens or something like i don't know maybe red witches show up during a pariah fight and also so we don't i guess we don't know whether campaigns of death will even come out before these expansions will and we don't like realistically it should but we don't we don't know what what's gonna be done when so because because like we're gonna get this whole book with all these synergies and everything like that and then new expansions are gonna come out with their own books and everything it's like now we're almost back to square one again. Yeah, exactly. That's why people are also kind of upset because they were supposed to come out in a good timeline to be like, oh, wow, this is so cool. I have this book with all this expansion stuff. And then look forward to the next expansions and then be like, all right, cool, cool, cool. You know, like, we got a new expansion. Yeah. That's fine. Now mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, cool. I got all my expansions to work after I just bought them. Oh, wait, holy fuck, there's new expansions. <laughs> yeah. So I don't so. know. But, like, I want them to interact because... From what I understand, Red Wishes was made because of people like Pariah. So if you have them both in your campaign, what fucking happens? There needs to be some synergies there. There has to be. It's like, do they hunt him? And because, like, does he show up earlier or later because they're in there? Because he's they're being hunted by him or something like that. Like, it's possibilities. But that's just speculative. Yeah. Yeah, kind of jumping forward a little bit to... Like the weapons that he gives. Oh yeah, sure. Let's uh, and, and and I mean, we'll go over them here in a minute. But you talking about the synergies and everything? Yeah, you know, I wonder if he would do anything where if you have a pariah weapon going up against the red witches, Ooh. is there any kind of yo? Know, does that do anything? Yeah, yeah, you know? that would be really cool. <laughs> Because then, then these weapons would make more sense. Because, well, let's just go into the weapons. Yeah, let's, let's uh, dive into it, bro. They're cool. The, the first one, the Twilight Simulacrum. Yeah. Simulacrum. Yeah. Simulacrum? So, let's see, yeah, something. Um, which I don't know if this is, like... Is this supposed to be a Twilight Sword? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's supposed to be, like, a copy but, of the Twilight Sword. Yeah. With one speed, seven accuracy, seven plus accuracy, and nine strength. Um, slow, cumbersome, and devastating too. And, I mean, the good thing is it's not cursed or anything, or irreplaceable. That is true, but, I mean, because of the next part you're probably going to read is... That <laughs> yeah, it says, if you wound with this, the force of the blow shatters the blade, gain three bleeding tokens, and archive this. So, that, and that's what we were oh. talking about before we started recording. Yeah, oh shit, I just realized, those are bleeding tokens, right? 
Bro, if you bring this against freak. if you bring this against the Red Witches, you're fucked. Because Nico targets people with tokens. You gave oh, her man. you gave her more speed. Oh boy. She gets oh, four yeah, speed would. from boiling blood. One speed base okay, and then well, one for every <laughs> You can't bring this on a fucking Red Witches. No. Fight. <laughs> No, you cannot. <laughs> oh my god. Well, we found a little bit of synergy, but it's like bad synergy. Yeah, bad synergy. Yeah, it's like it fucks you. But like, what we were talking about before we started recording this, when we were looking at this, like you go through all the work to fight the pariah, which we'll talk about after this, because this fight is super interesting. But you go through all this work, and what do you only get to use the weapon one time? I don't. And then, that's it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I can't say anything. But like as yeah. written, you get it once. And it also has soluble as well. So <laughs> you may not even get the first chance to use it. Yeah. You could go on a hunt and what is it? Fall in the river or something? Yeah, there's one where you and... fall in the river and stuff like that. Yeah, it's gone. It's fucking wow. Gone. Like, what do you do after that? Like, it's like, my shit's done, dude. Like, I, I'm sure there is something that makes this really good that we just have no idea about right now. But as it stands at the moment, this weapon looks like ass. <laughs> this weapon is shit. <laughs> I think um, it's a way for him, because he does play with your emotions, which is something we'll talk about also. But I think he makes you think it's, like, super good, but he, it's meant to hurt you yeah um and then the the third weapon or sorry not third the second weapon that you can get yeah. is the mall simulacrum and this has two speed six plus accuracy and six damage um and the text says on a perfect hit place a token on this if a third token is placed here the monster is knocked down gain three bleeding tokens and archive this so again you're losing another weapon but i think this is still better than the twilight oh yeah because you're not gonna get perfect hits that often no and um even when you do lose it at least you've knocked down the monster at least you've done something to it that's true and at least you don't the other one uh, yeah no like with the other one it's just simply a wound and then you lose it but at least this it seems like you can use it for a while, and even when you lose it, you're still getting the benefit from a knockdown. This is true. Uh, it's very true. Uh, and then Probably. the last one, yeah. the the Halbert Simulacrum. Um, two speed, four plus accuracy, and four damage. Also soluble. Um unwieldy bleed one and reach two uh so you get minus two movement after attacking if standing you may move up to two spaces um i mean i don't know if this is could be considered the best of the three i don't know <laughs> um, <laughs> like in terms of like having it yeah because you don't lose it yeah for wounding except it's also soluble so it's also soluble. Still the... the minus two movement is kind of ass mm -hmm. 
and um, bleed so bleed one would that be bleeding on the monster or no i think it's on you because the way i'm reading yeah. it is like unwieldy and you know the whistling mace has unwieldy if you roll a one you hit yourself mm-hmm. i think if you roll a one with this you gain bleed one oh so okay it just that's mm, that's crazy <laughs> you can bring yeah. these on a red witch's fight <laughs> I I almost think you should bring them on any fight. <laughs> like <laughs> they're so bad. There's, uh, yeah, they're really and, interesting though. Yeah, I mean they look really cool. I love the artwork for them. Oh yeah, the blood like right. mimicry of it. Yeah, it's cool. But like, what the fuck do you do? Yeah. I don't know, bro. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. He has Cyclopean Empathy, which is something I want to talk about, too, because... Yes. I think that's what makes you think that these are good. Because <laughs> I think he fucks Probably. with your settlement in enough ways. It's like, I'm giving you a present, but really it's meant to hurt you, because he just wants to fuck you, you up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, he won't hesitate to use your emotions as a cudgel against you. The Priya is endowed with Cyclopean Empathy, a method of communication that allows him to form an emotional bond with the survivors that is so personal it is able to manifest physically. Players looking to predict his behavior may find their plans backfiring as they are engulfed in, by his pain and rage. Wow. Also, it's weird to me that I, I don't know if he thinks of himself as a god or something, but if you notice everything that refer, refer, references him, it's capitalized. Mm-hmm. Like, he and him are all capital H. Oh. Yeah, like a... Like a status thing. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. But, uh, somatic empathy... his pain. Yeah. yeah. But, like, somatic empathy mm. is the pariah and its prey. This is what it tells you. <laughs> are connected by a ruinous bond. Whenever an AI is revealed, its revealer suffers the effects of somatic empathy listed on that card. When a survivor wounds the monster, they reveal the AI move to the wound stack. Hmm. So that's kind of cool because you get to know what you got rid of. That's something yes. you don't get in any other fight. You kind of have to guess until it's like mm-hmm. the last three or four cards because then you get the pattern. But you get to know exactly like, all right, this this is what left the deck. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. But like, that's crazy. So somatic empathy to go back to it because we have another we have an advanced card that's after it. it's called reciprocal rage, um, the somatic empathy. So whenever cards are revealed and they have it, this is what happens. This is what happens to the prey. <laughs> Suffer frenzy. The monster gains plus one damage token equal to your plus one strength token. Hmm. So I mean I guess bad scenario here, right? is you have a monster tooth necklace and someone with a red fist that's already two tokens you gain another yep. one because you suffer frenzy that's three tokens mm-hmm. that's probably like the worst case scenario but in best case scenario you're probably giving him plus one damage so so going back to somatic empathy yeah let's go so the pariah and its prayer connected by the rune is bought whenever an ai is revealed its revealer suffers the effects so, yep. whoever the monster controller is, oh wait, no. 
just whenever, whenever an AI is oh you don't I... have to be you don't have to be monster controller just like whenever something happens and you're connected to him you're gonna suffer the effects of this hold on I'm trying to understand this card so so yeah when it be the monster controller their player their model would be affected if they're it. if they're the prey see the thing is we don't know how the prey and shit works so like i would say if he was like connected to somebody like say it's like one of my characters right but you're mm -hmm. monster controller and you reveal it right it says uh -huh. whenever the ai is revealed even if i'm not monster controller it would still my character that i'm controlling would still suffer the effects of somatic empathy but if you aren't the one revealing it though right yeah even if i'm not the one revealing it because it's whenever it's revealed huh love the fuck Monster. okay sorry my computer's being stupid no problem uh yeah that hmm interesting card we'll have to see how prey works yeah oh wait the way it's worded is i think everyone is connected to him then because it's revealer suffers the effects of somatic. It, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, so I don't your know. monster are controller. We... Fuck, are we all connected to him? I don't. Because it seems like it can only be one person per round that's affected by this. It seems like. If it. you're. Unless there's something else that makes him draw an AI card or something. Yeah. But the way that I'm reading it makes it seem like it's the monster controller's character person that's affected by that yeah which would which would be which is why the reason i think it's worded that way is because as monster controller you sometimes want to target your own character for the insanity yeah but this places like a check on that it does so that's why i think it's for the monster controller. Yeah, I think you're right. Character. Yeah, I think you're right. But I don't know if we're like all of us are connected, or one yeah. person is connected, and if like they happen to be monster controller, they just happen to get the effects. You know. Mm -hmm. So like, if you're affected yeah. and you know your monster controller, you're like, oh, I'm gonna get somatic empathy. Like you know that's happening. Or are we mm -hmm. all connected to him? So like, whenever any of us draw from monster turn, one of our characters is getting fucked. Yeah. I don't know. We don't have enough information, but like, I really fucking hope it's only like one person. That would suck if it was everybody. Yes. But <laughs> that is only one part of his fight. <laughs> yep. You want to talk about the second? Because you love it. Uh, yeah, so it says, should the players find success in repelling the pariah, he will retreat up the mountain to his lair. And... Unlike your previous showdowns, here the pariah's spite and hostility will truly be laid to bear. And so basically you're fighting up on this mountain, but inverted. Yeah. <laughs> like you're fighting on the ceiling of his lair. Yeah. Uh, so it says movement and attacking both become restricted as survivors must utilize the pariah's elaborate system of pittons to traverse and engage him. Unwary survivors may find themselves grouped together and vulnerable to his zone attack, and with nobody, no nearby handholds to retreat. Um, let's see. Yeah, 
make the difficult decision between maintaining sure footing and taking a riskier stance in order to have a better leverage. Wow. So, I mean, at least in Corset right now, you don't really fight against the board at all. No. Like, there's some there's some terrain cards and stuff that can do things, but, like, the board is, like, your safe zone. Now you're fighting against almost, like, two bosses. Yeah. The board and the actual monster. Yep. It's crazy. <laughs> and then um, I love all the inverted models that they've created. Yeah, they're Just... so cool looking. Yeah, definitely anyone listening to this, yeah. Go check out these pictures for yourself because the detail and how it's going to change the battle. Uh, so mm -hmm. I remember one of the staff members talking about Inverted Mountain, and it's literally what it says. It's an inverted mountain. So you know how a mountain has like a really sharp peak? Mm -hmm. Think about that, but like upside down. So like it's the peak on the bottom, and it goes up to like the fucking base. That's the Inverted Mountain. It's that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, so this is um, Dark Herald 6, if you guys want to follow along. It's Pariah. Uh, it's awesome. He looks cool. Yeah. I love the upside down models. They're sick. They're going to look so cool on board. Mm hmm. They're going to look so cool. Yeah, and it looks like it'll be like a multi stage fight. <laughs> Every, yeah. Like, you have to, I wonder what the hunt board's going to look like. Oh man! <laughs> I mean, like you have to go to him. So, like, I don't know if it's gonna be a traditional hunt in that same fact, but I'm pretty sure we're gonna have to like do something where we fucking go up the mountain before we can. Uh, yeah. Oh, Let me God. see. They look so cool. Well, this is a Node One Nemesis. Holy shit! So, so we don't hunt him. That's true. But then he's a he's a butcher replacement too. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I like Butcher. Well, I don't know if I, I know you do. How I feel replacing him, but I know you're gonna be like, "Bye, Pariah." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Pariah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God, he's cool though. Yeah, he's a super sick nemesis fight. I I just love that they're doing more creative things with the board yeah that's what i really appreciate about these expansions hell yeah which is a perfect segue into <laughs> i fucking love you because we're talking yes. about black knight which is something i'm really excited about you're really excited about let's talk about yes it. let's fucking talk about it bro fuck dark herald number seven dark herald number seven the black knight now i have some lore so let's Talk about Malik's lore corner. Hello. Yes. I'm here. Let's talk about lore. <laughs> so, Black Knight were an order of knights that were good at one style, which is called the Blackguard style. You could use your sword to block. That's new mm. because, you know, we only need shields and only certain swords block. This is a fighting style, and it was in the Percival White Box, which is a mini mm. and a secret fighting art that you could get in the game. That's linked mm -hmm. to a hunt event. The story is, though, she was the last one of the Black Knight mm -hmm. Order. And she went and left to go do something. She dies. Mm -hmm. That's what the hunt event is, is you find her body and learn the Blackguard style by picking up her sword. 
Before she left, though, she had her pet dog. And she told him, stay, I'll be right back. She never came back. The darkness mutated him. And he became the Black Knight. We have to kill a dog. (laughs) Dog monster. But it is indeed Percival's dog. Because the fight is on the old city. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. we both read it. Basically, it's the old city, right? <clears throat> that was where Percival left him last. And the only reason he fights anybody is because it's not only is he twisted by the darkness, but he still believes that she's coming back, and that is their place. He's protecting his homestead. Oh, man. It's crazy. You never would have known this, but if you look at the full image of him, look at his feet. I see. Look at his feet. <gasps> They're paws. The little dog feet, bro. <laughs> He's got dog minis. Oh, and that. Yeah, that makes sense. We don't even see his face. Nope. Either. You could also see the iconography, like of the the shoulder blades and like the helmet. Dog. Mm-hmm. Dog. Yeah. No, I I see it. It's crazy, dude. Cause he's so big. And also in the um, the animated picture a little bit below uh, the the springboard or the spruce board, um, it looks like he's on all fours, like with the sword. Oh yeah, in the ground. yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh my god, he was so cool. Oh, he looks huge. Yeah, he's huge. Like compared to like the squires that are there that just like worship his ass, he's huge. Mm-hmm. I didn't even notice the person that was hugging him. So her fucking torso is the size of his head. Well, now that makes his fighting style make a little more sense. Yeah. Because he doesn't, I mean, he fights with the sword, but it looks like from these pictures, he just grabs you and throws you around like a dog would do with a toy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is cool because he's like, he's like a wrestler too. Because you know, you want to talk about the um, since we're talking about the fight, yeah. you want to talk about the elastomer statues. Yes. All right. So, from what I can tell, these statues are going to be placed all over the board. Uh, I forget if it says how many, but he he has moves. It looks like where he'll either hit you against one of these pillars or something Mm -hmm. and you'll shoot off in a 90 degree angle away with even greater force so uh, yeah it says uh sending a survivor across the citadel into other statues before flying right off a cliff wow (laughs) that's crazy so it, it seems like you can hit multiple statues and keep getting ricocheted yep that's exactly what happens holy crap that is so cool i love i mean it's gonna be awful to fight against but such a cool mechanic (laughs) oh wow and i just uh kind of went down because i was looking at the pictures of the the statues it's its own Uh board i forgot oh it's the cliffside sanctuary showdown board is composed of 16 modular tiles arranged in a random order and orientation each time the survivors face off the black knight 
so the the game board is modular yeah so like you like, have so you know how like um the fairy ring right how it kind of connects and stuff yeah it's like mm -hmm. that but it's gonna be like tiles that are probably like this big and you arrange it randomly based on like the showdown oh yeah so that, yeah and that determines where some of the statues are gonna be and shit so it's all that's so cool it's always random that's yes so cool yes it's its own board that's so dope bro yeah and this is just you know an expansion like would you like more wow. lore though yes so you know those last summer statues mm -hmm. there's another expansion called griffin which i don't know when that fucking herald is coming out i think it's this month or next month um mm -hmm. but it's spit is what makes it sticky and elastic so mm -hmm. those squires that follow him around that we'll talk about when they redo mm -hmm. the the statues and just like the area to kind of make it look nice for basically their god they mm -hmm. use the griffin spit <laughs> so that's what made what it all that? sticky and like elastic it's <laughs> so weird i know i was like it's so weird but like cool as fuck oh i didn't even hold on so i guess we should talk about its first um ai card here oh the untrained slice yeah all right go for it uh so the monster hefts its sword like a club oblivious to the sharp edge so it's closest threat in range closest survivor in range no target seek out which we don't know what that is yet that sounds scary though um speed three accuracy three plus and damage three damn so this it's hitting pretty hard. Yeah. But Ooh, damage effect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Knockback five and bleed one. Jesus. For the knock. Then... Ooh, for the... and then if he knocks you into a fucking elastomer statue, ugh. Yeah. So you could potentially be taking nine damage and then pinball around and die. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be sick. <laughs> and then and then we have the uh trait card for its surge of strength and oh this is a legendary card oh i didn't even notice it was legendary yeah um trait when this comes into play the black knight's armor shatters as its muscles expand with a thundering crack the monster loses two plus one toughness tokens and gains two plus one damage tokens draw ai Double all knockback survivors suffer. Damn. So with the other card, that would be 10 knockback. That's knockback 10. Bro, you're getting flung the fuck off that cliff. I don't know what to tell you, Chief. You're getting flung off that fucking cliff if you draw this card. And there's supposed to be 16 of these statues. Something like on that, the board. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's ways to grab. You have to roll, like grab the side of the fucking cliff, because I've seen like the demo. I don't know they, if they did it. I don't know if they're gonna keep. They it gotta have. Yeah. They gotta have some kind of mechanic. To, yeah. Because like that's too punishing, honestly, even for Kingdom. But like, it's still crazy to me. Like that's a lot of knockback, and that's a lot of statues. You're gonna be fucking ricocheted off this fucking thing. Yeah, definitely. But he is a cool fucking monster. And then uh, he has an armor set too, which is called the Count armor set. There's two armor sets, I believe. <clears throat> the Count armor set, which looks dope as shit. Yes. 
it looks very savage really feral um it, it says it's focused on aggression loading a survivor mm -hmm. up with bonus attributes that can then be spent to further capabilities and then we have the helm here armor set bone fur gives you three to the head um shred spend an attribute token activate a melee weapon and attack limit once per round hmm that's kind of cool though because it's like i'm gonna attack i'm gonna surge and then i'm gonna shred Oh, so it would act like, um, what's the item that we already have that lets you activate uh, to the left and right? Blood paint. Yeah, blood paint. So it could almost act like a blood paint. Yeah. It, uh, kind of in a way, where yeah, you yeah, can yeah. get multiple attacks off. Yeah, basically. It's like, um, <laughs> it really is, because it gives you an extra attack, which is basically what blood paint does, really, because it lets you attack with mm -hmm. another weapon. That's kind of cool, though, because it's like, it says an attribute token. doesn't say it has to be a positive. So if you have, like, minus one movement or something, you can take it off. Oh. Because it doesn't say it has okay. to be a positive attribute token. So if you have a negative attribute token, it's still an attribute token. Shred it mm -hmm. and fucking hit him again. Yes. Okay. I like that armor set a lot. When, when does this monster coming to play oh it's a we should have mentioned this before it's a node three nemesis oh fuck <laughs> oh fuck is that hand uh yeah please so that makes sense with the statues and shit um that he would be yeah he would be probably hand level fuck <laughs> oh boy well, we're not getting right. that for a while but hey there's also the Earl armor set. Yes. He has like a trumpet or some shit. What is it called? <laughs> More support-oriented uh, role. Okay. Cascading of benefits and making sure everyone stays on their feet. Well, so, yeah, because it's a chess piece. Um, when you complete the puzzle pieces, or the affinities, uh, whenever you encourage, roll 1d10 on a 6-plus all affected survivors game plus 1 survival. Oh shit, that's cool. Yeah. That's actually kind of nice. Yeah, that's actually really nice. It gives you a reason to encourage more now. Oh, there's three... No, three armor sets. There's three? What the yeah. fuck? Oh, there's another yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. The Macanese? Mar Marachin? Mar that one? Yeah. <laughs> um, that so good. What is she focused on? Um, Knights finesse and swordsmanship, allowing the survivor to leverage their deflects into elegant counterattacks. Oh, repose. repose! Oh my God! When when you block or deflect a hit, gain action at the start of your next act. What? So you gain another one. So you can. Damn. It's like a better wow. shred. Yeah. When you block, so, man, run a shield with this character, and you're getting two attacks off. Or it, you could get two attacks off. You could. Huh. And look at the sword she's holding. That's probably from the monster itself too. That might be a fucking sword that allows you to block. Oh right, you'd have to have that. Mm-hmm. Or if you're running Dragon King, you'd also do the blast sword, which allows you to block. 
Mm-hmm. Or yeah, if you have neither of those, just as a shield, shield, right? Yeah, just a shield. But like, yeah, you could run shield, or you can just have one sword. Like, there's there's a lot of options here. That's really cool. You gain I wonder an action. If, wow. If you're running a shield, you know, where you can block, and you have a sword where you can block, can you do two blocks in a single? Uh, damage phase, I guess. I don't know. I haven't. I have not thought about that before. Because what if you just like started stacking action for the next turn? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it looks like we also get Squire's five-year campaign as part of this too. Yeah. So it's um. There's just a bunch of pictures on the bottom. It's, uh, in addition to acting as a standalone expansion and integrating with the Inverted Mountain campaign, the Black Knight expansion also offers a short five-year campaign that places you in the role of the Knight's Diligent Squires, which is the ones I was talking about before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a five-year campaign that offers great opportunities to experience narrative snapshots of settlements unlike your own. Rather than building up a society from the ground up, the, survivor, the Squires campaign explores the personal triumphs and tragedies of four particular survivors. The consequences of which will ripple across your future campaigns as strains. That's cool. Hmm. Okay. Yes. So that's that's really cool. Because there are these fucking people that like tend to him and shit. They like, mm-hmm. you know, they like worship this thing. Yeah. So this, I guess, this is like one of those things where it's like, um, kind of like People of the Bloom, which is a the Flower Knight like pseudo campaign that you can do. Um, where they worship the Flower Knight as like a god. Interesting. Yeah, so this is probably the same thing. They built their settlement around the Black Knight, thinking he was like some kind of deity. Just take care of him. Mm. Shall we move on to our last point? Oh, our last point of discussion? Let's see. Screaming God! <laughs> Screaming God! This motherfucker is so cool! So cool. Love this monster. This is Dark Herald number eight. Yes. Um, first off, I want to say the plastic looks amazing. 100 mil base. Um, Definitely. And big fucking monster. Really cool. I love how he has hands growing out of him. Um, but not just from his belly like the screaming antelope. It's coming out from like underneath his neck and keeping his mouth open. So he just keeps screaming. Yeah, this is like screaming antelope on mega steroids, like, like God. <laughs> I know, dude. You ever had meth and cocaine at the same time? Holy shit! <laughs> so he's um, also an end game quarry. So what I think that means is that you can hunt him probably after Watcher, if not maybe replace Watcher, something like that. Um, but. I think it's after because of how it says, like, due to how late it's introduced on your timeline, you have the opportunity to extend your campaign to fully experience mm-hmm. it. Um, so I think that's really cool because you put him in, you know he's going to come late, but you also know that you can bring out your campaign more because, like, you have something else to look forward to besides these end game bosses where it just kind of abruptly finishes and you have nothing else to do. Right. You have, like, oh, we can now do Screaming God and see what the fuck that's about. Yes. Um, he's uh, cool as hell because he has endless horizon. So at the at the start of each round, sorry, I have to like 
cough and talk at the same time. Held it back. <laughs> so at the start of each round, the battle crosses into new deadly ground. Move all terrain tiles, the screaming god, and survivors six spaces and a straight line towards the stampede. Archive any tiles that move into the stampede, then draw a horizon card. What does that mean, Evan? Tell uh, me it, it, it means that they're <laughs> it means that they're constantly chasing you down, right? Yeah. So he comes with like a stampede that's like behind him because the screaming antelopes are like following him or some shit. So mm -hmm. the whole idea of the fight is that you're constantly running after him. And because you don't know what's coming up in front of you, you have like these dungeon walls basically that move every time. Mm -hmm. And they so, have certain configurations and shit. So like if you're sitting at the table looking at the board, would it be kind of what we can glean from this? Say, for example, you had the whole stampede on the left side of the board your survivors kind of in the middle and then all the obstacles coming like from the right side yeah at going into it yeah and okay just slide down to represent that you are moving you know what i mean mm -hmm. and then okay. as you slide down with the new horizon card drawn it tells you how to you know put more walls basically because you're like going from the darkness to the light you can see it coming yes so that's pretty cool I really, really love that mechanic. It's so fucking nice. Yeah. Because this is and, a whole fight. And you, you may be tempted to basically extend, or expend all your movement and just keep getting away from the stampede. But there's benefits to staying behind a little bit. Yeah, there are. Uh, as, and that's the next part that they talk about... Um, gathering resources mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so once the screaming god has been defeated survivors must race against time to salvage as many harvestable pieces from the carcass as possible before they are run over by the stampede should you be overtaken by your own greed or find yourself harvesting a particularly difficult organ well <laughs> yeah. you're, you're fucked basically yeah but that's that's such an interesting mechanic you know you don't just defeat it and you know draw four cards like no you gotta it but it gives you a little more agency as to what you can get from it yeah because if we look at the the uh the bits and pieces underneath it like you can see a charred tooth takes some time to retch out of the jaws of the dead behemoth but it's indispensable for crafting its associated weaponry Mm -hmm. so i believe you can just like pick what you want to do and pick the time that you want to put into it because if it's like i need this fucking tooth <laughs> yeah i'm gonna spend most of my time getting this fucking tooth right i mean i think for this definitely you go into it knowing like this is what we're gonna get yeah so that's really cool but the weapons that you can craft from this oh so good. Do you want to go over it? Yeah, I'll talk about them because they're fucking crazy. First one we have up is Vandal Spear. It is a spear, two-handed melee metal. Speed <laughs> one. Six plus accuracy and, um, uh, you know, a humble fucking ten strength. Yes. Ten strength. <laughs> and it is sharp. Yes. Reach to 
And if you move six or more spaces during your act, increase the speed and reach of this weapon by one until the end of your act. Wow. So he's going to have stuff that makes you move more. I'm pretty sure that or they're going to push for you to try to get, you know, like fucking lion armor or whatever. Because that makes you move six spaces if you do the fucking boot affinities. Oh, right. Um, but that's sick. And then we have Vandal Axe, which is also sick. It's a axe metal weapon melee, two speed, five plus accuracy, and a humble fifteen strength. Did I mention it has savage? <laughs> it also has the ability of move six or more spaces, but it gains deadly three. Yes, and that that goes back to what we were saying with the um, uh, with the bow. Oh yeah, the yeah. bow. Yeah. It's crazy. You start creating a luck build with this, and I don't know if blood paint will still be a thing while playing this, but could you imagine two axes, blood paint, a luck build with this? Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Let me just crit on force twice. <laughs> just the possibilities endless it's not fucking fair mm -hmm. i love it though but just crafting one of these is gonna be insanely difficult it is um but yeah right here it says um the screaming god expansion also contains the alpha armor which boasts unparalleled movement and sturdiness mm -hmm. so we have pictures of like the the armor i really highly suggest you go look into it if you haven't been following along it is sexy armor yes and, and very much interchangeable yes very interchangeable these are very dynamic and i think they did this because it has to be like you know they have these ones where they look like they're running and it makes so much sense with this armor it's crazy yeah I'm looking at the weapons, though, real quick, because you can see some of them. So it looks like we're going to... If it's going to go with the same naming, it looks like we have a Vandal Bow, a Vandal Sword, a Vandal Great Sword, fucking Vandal Hammer, maybe? Um, huh. But, like, look at that, dude. Like, there's just such cool pictures. That looks like a Vandal either Whip or, like, a... What's it called? Flail, maybe, on the running ones? Oh, yeah. I, I see what you mean. Yeah. That is yeah, that looks like a mace. Yeah, that's definitely like a vandal mace. And like, it's wow. just so but cool. The size of that sword uh, on the the first or the second picture down left side. Yeah, the great sword. Ugh. I want to know the stats on that. Me too, dude. Oh my god. I'm a fucking sucker for a great sword, but there's just not that many that are good in core right now. Mm -hmm. You can get Zambato, but unless you have fucking Nungbiddle Knight, fucking frail. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about what happens after you kill the Screaming God? Yeah, sure. I mean, we have little information about it, but yeah, we should definitely talk about it. So, let me just read you this quote. No matter what monster you face, you will find the Queen's influence. You have held her hands, seen through her gaze. During this showdown, if you spy her illuminated figures at the edge of the darkness, you will know she is out there, and now she's beckoning you home. Mm -hmm. So based on that, it looks like we have some naked minis. So we have some nice nude miniatures, which are always welcome. Look at that. 
well-sculpted penis. <laughs> um, but from what I'm seeing here, it kind of has, like, that lonely tree idea where it's, like, you know, it lures you in with, like, the lonely lady thing. Mm-hmm. And brings you to the to the tree. I think this is what this is doing. I think it gives you like a male or female figure to kind of entice you to go towards it, and you see it at the edge of the darkness. So I'm guessing you'll see one of these maybe randomly pop up at the end of the showdown for like a screaming god or something, and that's how yeah. it gets added in or whatever. But I'm not sure. However, yeah, they're just teasing this right now. <laughs> yeah. However, her model is disgusting in all the best ways yes do you believe that the appendages and viscera you cut from her body will truly separate from were truly separated from her will did you think the ground beneath your feet were not hers to command is that sinking feeling in your stomach your own fear or is it because she was there all along instead of worrying about losing limbs maybe you should start considering which parts of your body are even your own Wow. Yeah, and she is the parasite queen. Yeah. I I almost get I almost get kind of like a a watcher vibe from her. Honestly though, yeah, cuz she's kind of just like ever present it seems like the way they make it sound. Mhm. And she is made up of just on the bottom at least organs and then a bunch of fucking arms and hands. Like, oh my god. Oh yeah, you can see on her back like the intestines or something. Yeah. I don't know. Or is that snakes? I don't even know. Who who knows? Oh, I didn't even notice the mouth on her back. Yeah, it's a fucking God. mouth. What the hell? Yeah, we don't know anything about this, guys. Um, That's why I said go look at it for yourself because there's a lot of pictures. Um, <laughs> But I guess it's linked to Screaming God, so that's kind of cool. You get kind of get the um, Dragon Knight... Uh, Dragon King, sorry, uh, kind of treatment where it came with technically two monsters. One of them was only linked to the other campaign you could do, but mm-hmm. um, this seems to be just linked to Screaming God in general. So you might get two monsters out of it. That's what it looks like. I, I'm, I'm putting money on it right now. She's gonna have some kind of backwards attack with that mouth. <laughs> oh my god! Imagine, ew. Like. I don't know if she's even gonna have a blind spot. <laughs> what that mouth do? Maybe on the sides or something. <laughs> what the mouth do? <laughs> what, the, what the dog doing? <laughs> Look like the Black Knight. What's the dog doing? Uh, yeah, yeah. no, I don't know. Um, I'm really not sure. <laughs> she seems interesting. I want to know more, but I don't know. I wonder if they'll do uh, her own update. Maybe. Just like- uh yeah that's pretty much everything from that's been happening really it's just we got expansion pre-orders and orders and these are the Mm -hmm. updates that we got Mm -hmm. it honestly just makes me even more excited and scared yeah this game is just gonna get more difficult (laughs) yeah it's gonna take more of my money and i'm going to wait even fucking longer both of us are because Mm -hmm. that's just what it does we're simps for poot <laughs> we are dude i simp for poot so hard just give Wait. me my sexy plastic <laughs> freaking we're talking shit all this year about poots and then right when the pre-orders come out it's we're like, like yeah dude, poots. Like, thanks poots just start <laughs> sucking them off bro like, oh my God. 
Like, we this man, come through. You know, it's like this man is putting us through this shit. The minute the fucking expansions come up, I always believed in him, bro. I knew yeah. he had a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, like we're that. assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. To be fair, man, like it's cool. It's I if he's gonna deliver at least, like I'll be happy. Yeah. This is a generational I, 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 game at this point, just like the game itself. Like I'm passing this down to my kids. Oh yeah. And I mean eventually you'll you'll paint the models and everything. Yeah. Uh, I've no, this started, is an investment for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I've started painting models, actually. Oh yeah, because I'm doing the pinup painting contest, so I was like, I actually should start painting my own models. So I started yeah, painting. Yeah, how's that model doing? That model's coming out really good. I'll send you some updates later. Um, I came up with an idea for a base, and it didn't work out. So I'm just gonna do the regular base, but I'm gonna focus on the skin now because that's an actual category. Oh. So okay, hopefully it's gonna look good. Oh, I'm I'm very excited to see what you come up with. <laughs> yeah, man, he's gonna look dope. But yeah, I've started some of the core models now. I've done some of the survivors. I'm doing some of the survivors, I should say. The first, mm-hmm. and then one of the first monsters is going to be Screaming Antelope because I had a, I don't know, I had a weird dream like two days ago or something. And for some reason, the color palette stuck out to me. It was like kind of like the deep red. Because you Ooh. know how he lo- kind of looks like his muscles is exposed almost? Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna stick with that theme, so it's gonna be like a really deep, almost like pinkish red. Oh man, I can't wait to see what that looks like. Yeah, so I was like, I had that dream, I gotta stick with it. So I'm gonna be working on screen envelope in a couple, couple days. I just filled in some gaps today before we started this recording, so excited. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I gotta paint yours, fucker. I know. We we'll figure out some way to get them out to you. Yeah. If anything, I have a portable workstation. It'll just fucking give me a reason to come over there even more. Yeah. It's like, okay, guess what? I cleared the desk, bitch. Get to work. <laughs> but speaking of Screaming Antelope, that'll be our next topic? Yeah, Screaming Antelope will be the next topic as we go through core again. And then we'll uh, probably also talk about... What the fuck's after him? Uh, After Screaming Antelope is... Was it Phoenix or uh, I think it's kingsman great okay yeah because cool. because phoenix is i think phoenix is after kingsman and then the hand and then watcher right yeah because there's only three main quarries so that would be the three quarries and then yeah mm-hmm. yeah we'll stick to that plan just talk about the monsters and then we're gonna talk about gear and stuff and then eventually we'll get to talking about expansions and more form uh, podcasts like this where we talk about just like information <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Because there's a lot of information that comes out, so it's good to talk about it, as we've seen in this one. Longer episode, because there's just so much. We didn't even do it all. We didn't do Oblivion Mosquito, we didn't do Frog Dog, we didn't do, like, another one, too. There was, like, three Um, ones. The Ram? The Nightmare Ram, yeah. Yeah. They're they're cool, but they weren't... We really wanted to talk about these ones. (laughs) Yeah, like, they weren't too hyped for us, so want to find out more about those is on the kickstarter page and the updates um yeah we're gonna get another one next month so i think maybe if it comes out after we record screaming antelope we'll probably do screaming antelope and then talk about that update in the next episode maybe after screaming antelope and then yeah probably keep up with the updates just to get it out there 
but yeah that's that's it for now man we're just we're chilling on i can hear people who actually listen to this um probably all two of you why did you talk about what you hunted? And that's because we didn't hunt anything. We've been busy. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, we, we haven't played our own campaign in months. Months. We're going to get back on it, but it's been months. Yeah. We'll life has been crazy. Life has but been crazy. We're selling out now. Yep. So we'll get there, guys. Don't worry. Uh, we're still <laughs> working on Green Knight. Don't worry. We'll tell you how it goes. Yes. We'll get another play session in here someday. Someday, yeah. I'll text Evan right now. Like, I'm pulling my phone out right now. I'm hitting up Evan on Snapchat. He can open it later tonight, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. Um, I guess thank to, like, you, thank you. Really, really ended off because I like talking to you and the people. Um, yes. Good question is, in the perfect timeline of that, these are going to be coming out next year and like they'll be done next year right <laughs> hypothetical which one are you picking up first which one are you most excited about which one are you gonna pick up first oh which one i'm gonna pick up first um if you had if you had asked me before we started recording yeah um i probably would have said pariah okay hey yeah but after after all the talking that we've done, mm-hmm. I think you've convinced me of Red Witches. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Like, like, I was on Pariah because of the coolness of the board and the mechanics. Yeah. What lowers it for me is I fucking hate the gear as it looks right now yeah. and what we know. <laughs> Whereas... Fucking red witches. I mean, what is this? A uh, a node two nemesis, so not terribly difficult, but the gear that you can get from it. I have so many ideas for. So, I think red witches would be the first one I pick up. That's crazy because me too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's, it's for me. It's a lot the gear, but also the showdown. I love multiple like showdowns right because yes. it's not one monster you're fighting you're fighting like three and then you have the the initiates that they're gonna use to fuck with you that's yes. cool yes. that's so cool so i i think yeah for both of us yeah red witches yeah um i mean since we want to be varied second real quick she could get two what's your second one pariah uh black knight <laughs> fuck i wanted to not be similar but okay guys yeah we're brothers after all <laughs> that was gonna be mine too like dead ass like all seriousness i would have picked up red witches and then black knight oh no evan come back oh no guys he's he's died yeah, he's died hold on guys hold on Oh shit. Uh 
Okay, we're back. Okay, but well, yeah. Okay. Hear me? Yeah, I can hear it. Okay. So, um, yeah, what I'll say real quick before I died or you died, whoever died there. Um, yeah. We are brothers after all, but dead ass. I was going to say Black Knight would have been my second pickup. Yes, same. Like, I, I just think the mechanics of the board are almost unlike anything we've ever seen before and the the armor that you can get from it like those gloves with the blocking um just just so many cool things so yeah red witches and black, black knight. knight yeah well you heard it here folks um the the brothers are shills for the same shit yes <laughs> i honestly just <laughs> would want... you expect anything different <laughs> no no not really i honestly just want brawl to crush me with her thighs let's be real <laughs> death by snoo snoo <laughs> Okay, well, that is all for us today, guys. Let us... Yes. I don't know how you're going to let us know, but, I mean, I eventually want to maybe make a page for this podcast and, like, Instagram or something. So when that goes up, mm-hmm. I'll let you know. Um, and when it does, I want to know if this shit came out within the next two years and you had the money, what's your first and second pickup of these expansions? I want to know. Yes, let us know. Let us know. Um, by let us know, I mean I'll let you know when we have an Instagram or something. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, guys, uh, thank, thank you, you everyone for listening. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. You. Thank you. Two idiots rambling about a board game. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Love you all. Have a great fucking week. Um, yes. If it was bad, I hope it gets better. And uh, join us next time when we literally scream our fucking brains out. Yes. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys.